this is the Women Leadership Show. Hi, I'm Janet Quack. For the past 20 years, I have been helping individuals to realize their leadership potential. In recent years, I have trained, coached, and engaged leaders across Asia Pacific region to build high performance teams and improve individual engagement and motivation. In this podcast, I will share tips and ways to realize your full potential and be a leader in your own way. Join me in this journey to discover them. Welcome to Women Leadership Show. I'm Janet and in this episode, I'll be sharing with you how I empower my team members in my leadership journey. In my 20 years of corporate experience and leading teams and training leaders across Asia-Pacific over different companies and industries, I do have colleagues who shared with me that they like to lead team and there are also some colleagues or leaders who shared with me that they don't like to lead teams. Those who don't like to lead teams told me that they do not like to handle team conflicts, disagreements, politics and problem team members. They rather be an individual contributor who can only focus on completing the task and not responsible for any one growth results. For those who love to have teams, there are some who share with me because they like to have people under them doing the work for them so that they don't need to do the work. Very interesting. I have leaders who I admire and model after that they have they have lead teams and and they also have successfully had very good positive feedback about their leadership style and members who love them. So I'd like to share more about my own experience and what I see and from working with senior leaders across Asia Pacific. For me, there is a difference between a manager and a leader. So as I shared with you in one of my episodes when I first started as a first-time manager, I've learned how to delegate and allocate resources to the team members so that we are able to deliver the results. I have to look at resources, whether we have enough budget, we have enough manpower, but we still have to deliver the results and uh, meet the key performance indicators and expectations of the management and the organisation. For me, it is a responsibility of a team leader, whether you are a supervisor or a manager, to learn, to lead, grow and inspire the team members and others to believe in you and believe that the, we have a vision and what we want to achieve. Without vision and goals, it is difficult to move together as a team and get everyone on the same bus and the same journey with you. For example, in one of the companies that I have managed a team of nine members, the turnover rate was high before I took over the team. There was a lot of uh, negative feedback about the results that they have delivered. They were not able to meet uh, the expectations of some of the business leaders and um, the organization's uh, results. And so when I took over the team, the first, team that, the first thing that I did was to have a vision for our team in learning and organization development. So 
what is our vision? Why are we there? What are we providing as a value to add to colleagues and to everyone, the management uh, across the organization? So once I set the vision and what we want to achieve for the year, it was so much easier for the team members to see the aha moment why they were there. I started by asking them, do you know why you are doing what you are doing? And I received different responses from the team members. With due respect, some of them said they just need the money. They are just here to do what they are asked to do. Well, there are some others who have a higher goal, higher ambition, that they want to make a difference every day in the people that they work with. So you see, once we have a vision of what we want to do, the why, and we will be motivated, much more motivated to come to work, even arrive earlier than the expected time, and probably leave later, because that is what keeps us awake. Though I was promoted to be a leader, not by choice, I, will, I appreciate that my ex-boss saw the potential in me and grew me into who I am today to be able to lead teams across Asia-Pacific, not only Singapore role, but around global role as well. Again, I did not expect that I would have a global role. Um, if you ask me, more than 10 years ago, I was just a very junior staff earning $2,000. I would not expect that my salary will be 10 times more. And that is because I have grown myself and I have grown to be able to manage a bigger problem, a bigger portfolio and in a global organisation. As a leader myself, I do have my challenges with my team, with the expectations of others, of, my, of me and my team. But one thing that I learned is continue to engage the team member, continue to empower them so that they know that they are there not just to get salary, but they are there for a reason. They are there to help others and help themselves as well. Because by helping others and by sharing with others and even training others, you yourself have grown and the skills and knowledge that you get is with you for life. And you can use that to, for yourself and to help your family members, to help others who need you to be there for them. There is a purpose that why we are there at that time with that team member, with the leader, with the people that we work with. As much as I have trained myself in the technical skills for my work and for my role, I think soft skills is also as important in my development journey as a leader. As we move up to a more senior level, from a assistant manager to a director level, the soft skills are even more important at the top of the pyramid. The technical skills are important, at the bottom of the pyramid, but as we move up the ladder, we will need to acquire soft skills like communication skills, presentation skills, 
coaching, mentoring, so that the people that we lead, the team members that we lead, are able to grow and be able to do what you can do one day. What it means for me to have a team? As I've in my introduction, I mentioned I have different responses. What do we mean when we have teams? Some will use that what think that teams are there to do work for them. So if you think as a leader that they are there to do work for them, then there is no vision, there is no development, and there's no growth for yourself and for the team members. And so one day, the team member will leave the team, will leave the boss, and look for opportunities where they continue to grow. When I am a leader, I will also see when I was I am an employee. What do I want as an employee? As the team members, I do have leaders above me. As I understand what do I want, I will start to apply that as a team leader to look at the aspirations and the motivations of the individual team member. Because everyone has different aspirations and different priorities in their ambition and their goals. So what I can do and what we can do as a leader is to lead, grow and inspire the team to believe that we can grow as a team. Without this, it is difficult to move together I am a very hands-on person from, from the earlier career, that I, the jobs that I have done. And I learned a lot from, start, from the scratch. And I'm a hands-on person. I go to the ground. I learn everything on the ground. And because of this, even though I'm a leader, I understand the challenges of the team. and was able to troubleshoot with them together and not seen as someone just being a figure there to monitor them, making sure that they are on time for work, they, are, they don't take uh, longer time for lunches, and without knowing what is happening to them and on the ground, and when there are problems and uh, negative feedback from the business or clients, and that might be a bit too late to rectify them. So I believe that as much as, even though I'm in a leadership position, I see myself involved with the team members in their work, being there for them, not doing the work itself many times because we do have our own uh, time to engage in a value-added activities for our role, but at least we are seen being there for them and understand and able to support them. One of the companies that I work for, as mentioned, that I led a team of nine, the testimonial that I got was that I had the highest engagement score in the department and it was above the benchmark of the score that I had. Even though it was a big team that I have led, it we had many challenges, we had um, many dif uh, difficulties that we have to handle, situations that we handle, whether with, with, uh, with the organisations or within the team and outside the team. But it was a great testimonial that with what I have learned and applied in empowering the team members, they will be motivated and they'll be seen as part of the vision and the team. 
Empowering the team members also means trusting them that they do their work and not just giving them, setting them expectations and time frame. Unless someone in the team has breached the trust. Otherwise, we trust that everybody knows what to do in their role. They can, we have an open, open concept where er, they are open to come and chat in with me or even with the t- together with the team members. Look for their strengths and focus on them and see how it can complement the team. Everyone in the team has their own strengths and we help and support each other using our unique talents and strengths to be able to lift up the other team person and support the other person to be good at what they do. As I mentioned, I also used to train, groom my team members if they want to be a trainer and facilitator. That's where I also ask them to uh, rehearse and give them opportunities for them to do an opening, to do a small part in the training, co-facilitate with me, join presentations. There were some team members, after trying out, they even joined Toastmasters, but they, were, they decided that it was not something for them. It's okay, because at least you tried. And you have no regrets. Later on, say, what if I could? What if I have done that? Probably I would be doing this now. So the what if would have been erased from your life. I hope that through my sharing, it draws inspiration and personal reflection for you. I believe every woman can be a leader in your own way. I look forward to seeing you in my next episode where I'll be sharing with you tips and ways to realise your full potential as a leader on women leadership. Thank you for joining me today. I'm so honoured to have you here. Now, if you'd like to keep going and you want to know more about our mentorship, training programmes and done-for-you services, come on and visit me over at soulrichwoman.com S-O-U-L-R-I-C-H-W-O-M-A-N.com If you happen to get this episode from a friend or a family member, be sure to subscribe to our email list over there because once you are subscribed, you will become one of my Soul Rich Woman family. You have the power to stage and compose it the way you want it to be. Sending you my wishes and I speak to you soon.